This is WWE Superstar Alexa Bliss, and you're listening to WNS. You are now listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your wrestling information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, iTunes, and Spotify by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That is correct. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. Whoa, I'm Tyler Abair. And welcome you to episode 455 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, The Menace Podcast, on YouTube, The Menace Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Spotify. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, The Menace underscore daniel you can follow me on twitter dominus well, follow us on twitter dominus podcast follow me dominus underscore daniel follow tyler tyler underscore a bear and on instagram a bear underscore mode so welcome to the show we've got lots to talk about this week we're gonna talk about going on double or nothing dynamite raw nxt hot topics as well so before we get on to that tyler how you doing I'm doing good yeah i'm doing good hanging in there i'm hanging All right um this is not wrestling related, but we got some good news yesterday or two days ago. Disney World. Yeah. Um, two of the parks are going to open July 11th. Yes. And the two other parks, July 15th. That's right. So. Some pretty uh, pretty exciting news as far as our trip. We'll keep an eye on it. planning on that. It should be, a, For sure. should be a lot of fun, even if we have to wear masks and, and yeah. other other conditions whatever they may be i'm sure we'll go into that but uh i know i'm looking forward to it but i you know there is something that uh that i do want to talk about that's on the uh, on a darker side and uh you know this is this is making headlines across the the country and uh this is something that uh you know i watched and and you i know you've watched it and that is the uh the uh, unfortunate events that happened with uh, George Floyd, um, you know, Good dying Lord. at the hands, dying at the hands of police officers, um, you know, in any situation where where cops are involved, it's going to be controversial. Mm-hmm. Um, despite what happened to other people, you know, there's always going to be people on both sides of the fence. Oh yeah. Um, although, from what I've seen, the majority of it, and I'm on this majority, that this is not okay. No. The situation that happened got way out of hand. I've seen many comments from current and former police officers mm-hmm. saying they never train you yeah. to, to mess with the neck. That mm-hmm. is not okay. It's not okay. In, in, in no situation should you be in this kind of situation and should you be doing this. We don't know what happened before the video started, but that doesn't matter. That does not matter right. at all. From what I've watched, the dude was screaming. He couldn't breathe yeah. at all. I've seen, I've seen a security video where he was on the side of a building, the officers approached him. Approached him. He stood up. They handcuffed him. Walked him over to the car. Okay, I haven't seen that one. So it's like seen. he wasn't trying to fight. Yeah, like he might have been like, "Hey, whoa, take it easy, dude." I wanted this is to ridiculous. cry. He, he couldn't breathe. He said he was having pains, and they got to a point where he was like, "They're gonna kill me. They're gonna kill me." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Mama, mama!" That, and before yeah. you know it, man, I wanted to cry. He he wasn't responding yeah. at all. 
and the guy had his knee on his neck. I don't know, knee. It was about 10 minutes. Uh, leg, whatever. Um, God, it was so sad. And then the other cop that was just there, people were like, you're hurting him. He was The other dude that was next to him, not the, not the guy that was kneeling on him. He was, mm-hmm. he was just there, and it's just like, oh, my God, that, that was so so sad i mean yeah. and then they try to put him on is that a gurney or whatever they try to flip him over on there yeah and they, they had problems doing that and he was just lifeless mm-hmm. and it's not right it's, it's not, not right now it's not okay. very sad you saw someone die on video yeah. right there yeah and i don't know if anything's gonna come out of it like that cop should mm-hmm. be persecuted uh, absolutely yeah for sure I, and that's what i think should happen I don't know if it's going to happen. If not, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people. I mean, let's face it. That guy's going to be sued no matter what. That yeah. specific guy there. I don't know about the other. Well, like, the other ones didn't stop him. So. Yeah, that's who. They're going to be pursued, but especially yeah. the guy that killed him. So there have been there have been comments, and I've been reading a lot on Reddit about this situation. Uh, I've seen comments from current and former police officers, mm-hmm. current and former federal officers, uh, current and former lawyers about what this kind of situation happened. And all of the cops are saying, in no way do they treat, do they train you to mess with the neck. They say, subdue, subdue the suspect, then sit them up. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have to get them on the ground to, to get control, then you know, do that. But as soon as you gain control, then you put them in a seated position. Like, under no circumstances do you mess with their neck. That is not okay. It is not right. It is wrong. Lawyers coming out, you know, because people are like, well, what do you do in this kind of situation as a bystander? And you're telling them, look, he's not breathing. You know, help him. Don't, like, stop what you're doing and help the guy. And the lawyers responded, unfortunately, in this kind of situation, if you if you try to intervene and, like, push the cop off, then you're subject to arrest mm-hmm. because you're messing with a with an investigation or whatever. That's so nuts. They said, the, unfortunately, the, easy, the, the best thing that you can do is pull out your phone and start f- filming it and demand that they stop. Mm-hmm. So that way when they, because, show, when they show a jury saying, we were telling him, get off the yeah, guy. He can't it, breathe. You physically can't help him, but... Uh, filming a video does help and i know a lot of people yeah. are like oh, everyone's filming this that does help it does it, you know people like criticize that yeah but that's a way people can help yes you know and and like i said in every situation similar to this there's a side of well he shouldn't have been breaking the law that is that has nothing to do with yeah. what happened i mean he could if whatever he was done i don't i don't know what he did i don't i don't know i really don't know he could have they could have handled it different don't Put your leg or all your knee, your whole weight on the dude's neck, and he couldn't breathe, man. Yeah, you do not have the right to be a public executioner. All right, this is not Judge Dredd, where you get to decide the fate of someone. Your job is to apprehend him, bring him to court. And, Guess what? And that let guy it go from there, and especially the other three that's around him. Your motherfucking life's about to change, motherfucker. Uh, there, that cop. Yeah. Like you can, you won't be going out anywhere. Guess what? The whole world knows it yeah. is out on the internet. So. You had no remorse. You had no remorse mm-hmm. when you killed that guy. And yeah. guess what? Everyone is not gonna have any remorse for you. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, it's 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 such a tragedy. I mean, you know, to to, to lose a life mm-hmm. under senseless needs, mm-hmm. like. 
you know, he, he, from what I saw, he was not resisting. He was not fighting. He was not putting up a struggle. The dude had his hands in his pocket yeah. with his knee on his neck. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. And so, I mean, it, it's tragic. And, you know, it's, it's unnecessary. And I hope that the police officers are dealt with accordingly. Mm-hmm. And I hope they're not just given a slap on the wrist. Like, this, this is like public execution is what this is. It's unacceptable. Well, didn't, like, the mayor come out and say, like, he he had, like, a message. Like, those guys are dealt with it. And I, I, didn't, we'll see. I don't believe in this, what happened. No, um, I think there, there's going to be a federal investigation. This isn't going to be a, oh, we're just going to take take it to our local judge. No, this is going to be a federal investigation. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's Guess what? It's those a cops, situation. their lives are about to be turned upside down. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I saw afterwards is uh, is the looting, the riots and looting, and a lot of people were saying like that's that's, that's not, not the not, way. That's not the way. Like, have your protest. Yes, please protest. Yeah, S- speak up. Let people know that this is not okay. This is wrong. Don't go and you know start fires and rob Target just to do it like under yeah, under that's, that under the that's guise not, of that's not a wrongful death. That's not showing them anything. That's no. just. It's sending the wrong message. Oh, for sure, for sure. So, I because a lot of people are like, "Well, fuck the cops," you know, stuff like that. And 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 don't get me wrong, man. I'm I'm for the people, but like, not all cops are bad. Just like not all people are bad. You know, it's it's the individual like cops, the individual Mm -hmm. people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, we we're certainly. You know, I wanted to make sure that we talked about this because it is a very serious situation, and I wanted to let our listeners know where we stand on this on this topic because we are in support that this was a this was wrong on the cops' part. Like this was oh yeah this was terrible. Like mm-hmm. it is awful. So, I mean, it's we you and I will never know the struggle of being judged based on based on our skin. Like we just we there's no way we can relate to that. Yeah. But we can feel the pain that that they're going through because of a stupid police officer that did this. Like it's it's so asinine. Like I don't know. It's just it's and terrible. you know, and there's there's a lot of that going on too, which yeah. is it, it's sad. I mean, there's that. There's the cyberbullying cyber that bullying. went on because that that's claimed the life of a 22 year old wrestler mm-hmm. because she was being cyberbullied. Like this has got to stop. Yeah, like, it's it's hurting my heart to see so much hatred in the world. Like, you know, to see so much toxic, like such a toxic environment on social media, a toxic environment on the news, a toxic environment. Like, it's just it's, it's building you, and building you and have building. Tons of different people, people who don't give a shit that they ruin people's lives yeah. physically. You have keyboard warriors who think mm-hmm. they're so freaking tough that they can say whatever behind a keyboard. It, there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot in it, and it just sucks because I saw I saw a tweet from, um, or maybe it was on Facebook from uh, Joey Ryan. Mm-hmm. You know, he couldn't believe um, that wrestler. You know, uh, that she did that. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, she's very nice, very kind. Um, you know, I can't imagine being a 22 year old going through social media because I personally myself can't even stand it at my age. Mm-hmm. You know, let alone 22. Yeah. 
I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot to have to deal with, especially when you are in the spotlight as being a wrestler. Like, Mm -hmm. there's just going to be those haters out there that just want to drag you down. And it's like, why? Like, why do you focus so much of your time trying to bring someone else down when you can put your efforts into something else? Oh, yeah. Do better. Be better. People will go out of their way just to bash you. Yeah. Because they can. Yeah. And it's like people can listen to the show and give us poor poor reviews or whatever, but you know they listened. So I, 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 it doesn't bother me that they tell us that we suck or, or whatever. You like, know, when we first started this and stuff like that, it did bother me because yeah. I mean we were new to it, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this person wants to do this, they want to say that, and because yeah. there were some people that would just say stupid stuff but wouldn't back it up. Yeah. You know, I'm like, well, well, fuck you, you know, <laughs> but you learn because there's so many of those mm-hmm. that you learn to be like, whatever. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, what's your life? You know what I mean? You're just miserable. But I just, I want our listeners out there to be able to come to this show as somewhat of an escape from everything that's yeah. going on. Yeah. Because, like, you know, we, we talk about wrestling and you know try and get away from the outside world, but I feel like this is this is a, such a serious situation that's going on. Like we had we had to address it. Like I felt like we would have done a disservice had we not talked about it. Um, and I definitely wanted to start the show with it because it's a big moment in in our history. Um, and I hope that our listeners out there will be willing to be kind to one another. Uh, be kind to strangers. Kindness goes a long way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I know it's easy to to go to that mean place if someone disagrees with you. I'm or not comparing this names. to what's going on, but um, like a, a few weeks ago, there's this kindness that happened um, when I was riding my bicycle home from work. It's, it takes me, I'm doing my bicycle, uh, mm-hmm. it takes me 25 minutes to get home. I was uh, getting closer and closer to home and uh some guy stopped and offered me a ride because it's about the poor mm. i mean i know that's nothing compared yeah, i mean but to it's, what it's is kindness in, in today's world you just don't really stop for anybody anymore no. and so you know it was a kind gesture mm-hmm. so you know just be nicer to one another you know i know it's it's easy to, like I said, it's easy to go to that hateful place if someone disagrees with you or calls you names or something. But you know, just try and rise above it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it makes me sad to to see how we're treating one another mm-hmm. in, in this world. And I wish that we could do more to make things a better place. So, yeah. But we are going to talk about wrestling. Um, but you know, like I said, I wanted to start the show on, on a serious note because it's a serious time in our world right now. You know, like, you know, damn, we, we still have a pandemic going on. We still have all this other crap that's unnecessary. Like, I know you don't want to hear this, but like hurricane season is right around the corner and there's already stuff like they're already keeping their eyes on the Gulf right now. It's like, Jesus, you know, like. We don't have enough going on in our in our world. There's just so many things. You got Senseless killing that, is, yeah. is, you know. You got stupid people also hacking people's, you know, bank accounts yeah. and all this other stuff and trying to get your information. Mm-hmm. You got people killing. You got, you got like, just a lot of bad things. And yeah. It's just that I don't, I don't understand the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's like 
this past this past Sunday they aired a documentary show about the passing of one of my friends who was killed for absolutely no reason. She was driving on the road to go to a grocery store to get diapers for her th- for her children. Someone pulled up in the car next to her, shot her, and she died. That was it. They didn't know her. They didn't have anything to do with her. They just pulled up next to her. They were high. They said, hey, check this out. Boom. Like, there's no sense in doing that. You know, there's no sense in killing someone when you have them handcuffed on the so ground. they were hot. They were. Yeah. There's just, there's, it's, it's senseless. There's no reason to cyber bully someone and tell them they need to kill themselves. Like, that is, that is awful. You know, like people don't have enough going on in their in their lives to to have to deal with someone telling them something like that. That's messed up. That is. So, but we did uh, we did get to watch uh, Double or Nothing over the weekend, um, and uh, overall, I really enjoyed it. I thought this was a really good pay per view. Yeah, I I paid full price for it on pay-per-view and I feel like I completely got my money's worth. That's good. Um it was a very enjoyable match or a, a series of matches, I guess. It was a very enjoyable pay-per-view. Um we started off with the casino ladder match, nine participants in all, and uh you know, one of them was a mystery opponent and we didn't know who the mystery opponent was. And, yeah. Um so that kind of threw our our picks out the window, but uh it ended up being Cage. Which we did not know. Didn't know. Uh, we thought, ha- oh, I thought he was still out on injury. Yeah, and I didn't know AEW signed him. Uh, I thought oh. he was still with Impact. And that's the thing. Like Tony Khan said that they signed him all the way back in January, paid him for him to be able to rehab and recover. Wait, in January? Yeah, I thought he was with Impact. What like he left like right after some pay per view, and. Went and signed with uh, with uh, AEW. Really, I think so. He's been off of air for that many months. I guess so. I, s- I swear he's, he well, was on Impact not too long ago. <laughs> well, how far in advance is Impact film? I don't know. I, I, they, I don't could, know. they could do it months in a time. So, if uh, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I mean that's good that um, they picked him. Mm-hmm. I cracked up at the. Uh, Orange Cassidy spots, as always. Uh, Darby Allen's trying to, you know, destroy his body in any way that he can. Um, they they picked all the participants in there, and they did a good job of putting people who deserve to be in there. I, S-C-U. The only thing I didn't like is to have them two fight each other. S-C-U. Off the bat. Yeah. I mean, no, I, th- I thought that was hilarious mm-hmm. having one, you know, one um, well, and, theme after another. And JR even made sure to make a point about that by saying, you know, these two guys, they're teammates. They could easily just say, well, one of us could win right now because there's two minutes before someone else enters the ring. One of us could go ahead and win this, but we're admirable fighters and we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I like the fact that they did that one. Like, okay. In any commentator table, there, there's going to be a couple flubs and all that, but my God, this pay-per-view, the three dudes have gelled. Like they were on, they were on yeah. fire. Like they were doing a really <laughs> yeah. good job. Tony, oh my god, how much fun is he having? He is. Um, Jr. is having fun. <sighs> Excalibur's having fun. When they're all having fun, it makes it so much was easier it, to watch. Was Kip in that match? Yes. 
What did, what did Tony say? It's like, Kip, get your ass. No, I forgot. What was it he said that I thought it was hilarious? He's like, climb the damn ladder, Kip. <laughs> that oh was it. God. I thought that shit was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. but Tony yeah. Tony had some good uh, commentary. I'll say one later on when we get to that match. Say it now. Uh, what was it? The, the ending, the uh, stampede where he's like, what did he say? Something's like, oh, he painted over his crotch or, yeah. or something like <laughs> right that. Right on the crotch. Right on the crotch. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Cage was your surprise entrant and also your winner for the casino ladder match. Taz came out with him. Taz, uh, my and girls. oh my god, Cage ripped that. <laughs> he ripped that ladder like someone ripped a piece of paper up. Yeah. That's that's how easily he ripped that Man, up. Man, how did he do Let that? Let me loose some uh, loosen some of the hinges and how stuff. How strong is he that he could do <laughs> it was that? Like nothing. Just like it's nothing. Um, like it's a twig. What else? Oh, orange trying to figure out how to get the get up to the mm-hmm. How do you do this? <laughs> I love the fact that he made his entrance, walked over to the commentator's table, and was like, "How do I win this thing?" They're like, "Really? You just he you plays climb, that char- character perfectly, even on Twitter and all of this stuff. Like he'll like say random stuff. Like I like TNT. <laughs> Watch tonight. That's right. So uh, Cage is your winner for the ladder match. Yeah. Um, it was a good start. I enjoyed it. Uh, MJF versus Jungle Boy was next, and what a showcase this was for um, both guys. Other than, in my head, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking, uh, but other than a stampede, this was my favorite match. I'll agree with that, yeah, because it was, one, it was a showcase. Mm-hmm. Both guys got over in this <laughs> match, in my yeah. mind. Um, it was really, it was a, it was a really good match for MJF because I know a lot of people are saying, well, the dude, you know, the dude can talk, but can he wrestle? Like this, what, 24, 25? Somewhere around there. So this was a really good showcase for him working the arm of Jungle Boy throughout the match. And Jungle Boy did a great job of selling that injury as well. Yeah. Uh, Jungle Boy being the guy who's, you you can never count him out. He's going to keep trying, even though MJF, you know, tried to pull off a few tricks and, you know, dirty shots or whatever to, uh, to get the win, even faking an injury to his knee. (laughs) That was Um, good. But uh, very good. But this was a showcase for both guys. Oh yeah. This is a, we're going to look back at this match in like five years and be like, man, Um, that's where it all started for these guys. Okay. So I don't, I don't watch every organization uh, when it comes to wrestling. Um, (laughs) What? You don't watch every single one out there? Yes. So people are going to disagree with me, but from what I do watch, MJF is the best heel. Oh, I'll agree. From everything I watch. Yeah. Yeah. As far as the main, main wrestling shows out there, MJF is the best heel. Yep. He is so good at getting you to hate him. And he's so young, man. He's so young. It, it feels like he has the experience, but mm-hmm. he's just, he has that charisma for being a heel, yeah. and it's like, so awesome. Yeah. It's just, it's too easy for him. Almost. Oh, yeah. For sure. So, uh, I mean, it was a really enjoyable match. MJF did end up getting the victory. Um, and a really good pin, too. I like that. I forget. It was where uh, you know they were kind of flipping back and forth as you know the alternating two counts. Oh, with the hand he and held he, the hand. Yeah, he, like held the yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah, up. yeah. No, I agree. I really like that. Yeah, I, you know it was a it was a unique pin. That's something you don't. One thing always that see. that got me. I don't know got why. Him. It, it bothered me a little bit, and I said it throughout the whole pay per view. Uh, just because later on dynamite it changed. Uh, but the butcher and the blade. We're in the audience mm-hmm. looking like hipsters. That didn't bother me. Uh, but you don't like their. Hipster they were against look. MJF. If you watched in the crowd, 
they were chilling, ch- chilling. They were cheering for Jungle Boy, and when MJF won, all the other stuff, they were booing him. Like motherfuckers, you were just with him. Well, maybe the check bounced. <laughs> Probably so. MJF hired on, and he was like, "Well, you can't afford to pay us." You know? Well, you know, we're you not, were doing your thing, and then you, you changed back to Hills in the next Dynamite. But yeah. Uh, after that, we got to see the finals of the TNT Championship: Cody versus Lance Archer. With I got distracted with Iron Mike Tyson. I got very much distracted in this match. What? I mean, the, uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, Lance Archer was very dominant and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. the cutting to Mike Tyson <laughs> and all his facial expressions and his boredom and his goofy ass looks, uh. Totally got me, and I couldn't stop talking about that. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> yeah, that is true. The whole match I'm talking about. Look at this. Look at this guy. Look at what he's doing. Look at Iron Mike Tyson. What's he doing? See, you watched this before I did, so you mm. taped it or you recorded it for me to watch because yes. I was out of town. I did Sunday, so I watched this before Dynamite, and you're he's like, hey, uh, uh, one of these times he's gonna yawn, <laughs> yawn, and I thought that <laughs> shit was fucking hilarious. Uh, they shouldn't have shown that, but they did. They cut it the wrong time. Yep. But <laughs> I mean, when can you predict when someone's going to yawn? I mean, yeah. that was just a poor timing on on the. Director. Sometimes I mean, most times he looked like he was enjoying it. He yawned one time. He looked bored. I mean, he was like a little kid. <laughs> I love the fact that he ratted out on Arn Anderson. Oh yeah, he was like, yeah, he did it. Toss him out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Mike Tyson doesn't. <laughs> and Arn Anderson was like, "What? This is bullshit." <laughs> yeah, Mike Tyson doesn't give a fuck. No. But the uh, the matchup itself, it was good back and forth. Yeah, um, good showcase from uh, Lance Archer as well as Cody. Yeah, for um, sure. You know, there was a little bit of distraction, as I thought there would be. I figured that they were going to have Mike Tyson knock out Lance Archer to give. We don't know where the motherfucker like takes off his shirt and like he's like flexing. Well, Jake the Snake Roberts was about to bring out his snake. <laughs> he's going to beat that thing. Hail Caesar! Hail Caesar! Yeah. So, um, but Cody doesn't end up getting the victory after two crossroads. Um, so the belt is not finished. Not finished. Not finished. So I'll be curious to see what it looks like. When a lot of people done. criticizing it. I was one of them at first, and then they said, "Well, it's not finished." I was like, oh, "Okay, thank goodness." Because this company that's make that made the belt had to stop and put everything on hold because they're making ventilators. Correct for the pandemic. Completely understandable. Which is very understandable. Yeah, it's like okay, well, we have this championship tournament that's coming to an end, and. Uh, you know, we need to. I mean, we, we can need, be patient. We need to show something. Yeah, so. we can. We can be patient. You know, putting that on hold. I mean, yeah. is what it is. I mean, they're doing something good right now. Yeah. I don't even know what the company's name is, but we do appreciate them helping out. Yes. in this pandemic, so yeah. it's awesome. Um, so, congrats to Cody for being the inaugural, very first champion, and uh, it's good news for him. After that, we got to see Chris Statlander going up against Penelope Ford. Now, this was a match that was changed kind of in fly. and out of this match. Well, it was a match that was changed. It was yeah. originally supposed to be Chris Statlander versus Dr. Britt Baker, but unfortunately, Britt Baker suffered an injury mm-hmm. on Dynamite prior to, um, so they had to find a last-second replacement in Penelope Ford. It was an okay match. Uh, Statlander got the victory. We did find out on Dynamite this week that Britt Baker will be out of action, I think they said six to eight weeks, but it was originally thought that it was going to be like eight months. So fortunately, yeah. it's not going to be as long, and she'll be able to return sooner. But one of the things that I do like, uh, and I read this in a, in a review of uh, AEW Dynamite, was the fact that they are not keeping Britt Baker off the air. WWE, if you're injured, you're not on TV. You know Plain what? Plain and simple. 
I wonder if they talked about it. Like, well, it's probably like, well, we have you down here in Florida. Can't really go anywhere. Well, we can use you. Well, might you as know, well use you. I mean, you. she's a good talker too. Yeah, she's she's improving. So, I like the fact that they're keeping her on TV, and I love the fact. And we'll jump ahead a little bit. I love the fact that she's making this whole thing a conspiracy against Aubrey Edwards. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I love that. That's great. But uh, going back to uh, Double or Nothing, Chris Statlander does get a, get the victory over Penelope Ford. Yeah. Um, it was kind of passable, as yeah. was the uh, Dustin uh, Rhodes versus Sean Spears match. I was in and out, for sure. Um, Dustin Rhodes returned to face Sean Spears, who was not ready, and uh, he got the win, proving that he still got it. Uh, after that, we got to see the AEW Women's Championship on the line, Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida, and uh, this was a uh, hard-hitting, good action. I think it was the right call to put it on her. Um, she's been very dominant. Her and she. Uh Sorry. Sheeta. <laughs> well, I mean, when I said to put the belt on her, we yeah. all know the, the, the outcome. Uh, but Sheeta, and they've also been pumping her up. Yeah. Uh, well, you have her be the number one contender for 11 weeks. Like, there's got to be a payoff to that, right? For sure, for sure. And so. then, you know, since they, for the, there's there's enough space in between each pay-per-view that you can get like a good run between uh, one pay-per-view to another yeah. pay-per-view with yeah. the title to be honest with you. Yeah. So, and I felt like they did a, a solid enough job with what? this. They do pay-per-views like every 2 months, every they have almost 3 months. Yeah, it's kind of like we do our major pay-per-views like double or nothing, all out, and then we have our Side pay-per-views like Fighter Fest, which some of that stuff throws me off, and I said it like once or twice when I was hanging out with Fighter you. Fest. Just uh, of like the slow storylines, I'm not super used to yeah. because WWE is, and then uh, TNA in the past did like quick ass storylines and stuff like that. So this one is being super slow, mm-hmm. and I know they have the pandemic going on too, but like I'm still getting used to it. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. It's a good change of pace, but yeah. I'm not used to it. I've, I'm finding myself more and more leaning on the AEW side than WWE. And I know there's going to be a lot of listeners out there that are like, "Oh, you're just, you're just being a mark for AEW," and that might be true. Who knows? Yeah. But I sit there for three hours to watch Raw. I sit there for two hours to watch SmackDown, two hours to watch NXT, two hours to watch AEW, three and a half hours to watch Double or Nothing. I am much more willing to watch AEW right now. You know, the, <laughs> it's far in between, but like I don't see too much things on Raw or SmackDown now that makes me pop yeah. or excited. Yeah, NXT, yes. But AEW... I mean, when they had their... It just feels ta- fresh. Yeah. And when they had their their tape shows, some of the AEW stuff was meh, mm-hmm. but they were doing the best they can with what they have. Right. But... Like, having it at Daly's place and having the crowd there interact with the wrestlers, yeah. not just... We're going to jump ahead a little bit. Like, we're going to jump all over right now. Yeah. I watched Raw... And within 10 minutes, I was annoyed with the people that were in the crowd. I loved what you said, what the crowd is. What it's, people... it's straight out of the video games. Like, yeah, I know no one's going to see all, it, but I'm going to do it anyway. They're all distanced apart. 
and they stand up and just like put their hands up and it's like woo woo like you can tell like it just feels it feels fake but then oh, yeah. you switch over to AEW and it's like man it's, it feels <sighs> like they're having fun and, and and they they are having fun what's what's really cool is cuz i i listened to unrestricted mm. uh two or three episodes ago when they got Tony Khan back on again they're mm. talking about the pandemic and all this stuff and like just little things like he thought it would be neat and they did it and it got over with us but like that the point where you saw Sean Spears the first time they were in a crowd yeah Sean Spears and MJF the betting, the, the betting. I loved that I loved it he goes that was so small but we loved it yeah and stuff like that it's two heels and they're yeah. you know being and slimy together. Like I said, nothing big, but I, I popped for it. I thought mm-hmm. this shit's hilarious. And plus, they can kind of do what and say what they want, you know. It's just, and it, it works between them, yeah. and it, it's great. Yeah. Like, for me, AEW just feels fresh. Whereas mm-hmm. WWE product from their performance center, it just seems bleh. As weird as that sounds. Like, well, it doesn't help that... Okay, I'm not burnout... But, like, I'm kind of, when I watch it, I'm like, meh, already. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not like... I think that might be it. Maybe I'm just being burnt out on WWE right now. Like, because even... Don't get me wrong. I know what burnt out feels like. Yeah. And I'm not with that. I'm just annoyed because I don't like a lot of things that they're doing. Yeah. And to me, because that, that time where I took a few weeks off, I couldn't stand it. I don't know. It's just a different feeling. It's there's similar feelings to it, but it's different for me. And mm-hmm. it's like it's just like I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I'm just I can easily sit there and watch two hours of Dynamite, but then I switch over to NXT afterwards, and I'm struggling. Maybe really? It's, yeah. Like, is it because of Raw in in SmackDown? It's because yeah, and that feeling towards NXT because of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, because it's all happening in the same place, so it's like they're not changing anything. But, like, I know that Double or Nothing and Dynamite were the same place. But, like, it's the crowd that helps make it special. It's the lack of plexiglass surrounding the the ring. You know, it's, I don't know, they just seem to be having more fun over in AEW. Yeah. Whereas on WWE's programming, the people are forced to stand there, and it doesn't feel organic. It feels like, all right, go out there, stand six feet apart from one another, and cheer and boo when you're supposed to. Like, that's how it feels to me. Yeah, for sure. It's like, it's like WWE is like, your job is to be the crowd and cheer for who we tell you to cheer for. When it's like AEW, it feels like they're wrestlers who aren't being... Also... It's like, hey, we don't have a match. You want to go watch the... You want to go watch the show? I think the last three shows of AEW, they've been allowing some fans in. But I maybe really it's think, friends of friends. I really think that it's like family members, family members. staff. You know, Which, I mean, if they don't know what's going on, they can have a fan's perspective too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. But like, even even in the audience for AEW, there's interactions going on. Like this week, it was. QT Marshall and and <laughs> and, and, and Brandy, me. you know that. Uh, what'd you say with Brandy? With Brandy and uh, Bunny, 
Yeah. It was it was Bunny and yeah. uh, that shit got me. Yeah, so good. I'm like, he's not fucking paying attention. He's just like talking to Bunny, he's and flirting with her, <laughs> flirting with her when something's going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know that little small thing got me like that. The gambling. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? There's there there's other things. Librarians that, on their laptops. And- I mean that that shit got me. It's the little things like that Pineapple too. And, Pete. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I just thought of something. Hmm. Okay, so you said NXT was pre-taped? I think so. Who's in their crowd? Is it Performance Center people? Or is it Raw people? And NXT talent. No, it's not going to be Raw and SmackDown talent. So it's going to be like talent that's on NXT that they're not being used. Yes. Because I saw Brendan Williams on one part and Stokely Hathaway and Shotzi Blackheart and uh, the girl version of Matt Riddle. And Tommaso uh, Ciampa is unhappy about that. He was like, put the performance people out there. Don't put NXT talent who are trying to establish themselves yeah. on Raw and SmackDown in the crowd. Like, yeah, because you have Stokely Hathaway who just debuted before yeah. all this stuff with, I don't know his name now, but with those two big guys. He's the manager. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? You know, exactly. You, you have the, the, I forgot her name, the one that's part, well, who was with, um, Shana, uh, Shana Baszler. Mm-hmm. The, the, that was, was it Jasmine Duke or something. Yeah, yeah. You have her and you know there. I'm like, yeah. And they're just wearing wrestling t-shirts and they're just yeah, boom. Yeah. It just feels forced. Yep. It's like okay, we'll put people in the crowd and they're gonna so cheer. So he are gonna went on it. Twitter or when it what did or how did he say that? How did he put that out there? Uh, I don't remember. Hmm. Um, but um. Anyways, going back over to Double or Nothing, Hikaru Shida defeats Nyla Rose to become the new AEW Women's Champion. So it was a good call on that one. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got to see an absolute slugfest between John Moxley and Brody Lee for the AEW Championship. They went through tables. They bled. They maimed. They hurt. And uh, John Moxley retained the AEW Championship. Good stuff. Well, he got back the, the championship. Yes, he won it back. Um, The title he never I lost. enjoyed it. I did, but I didn't think it was like the best, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I know. At one point, you were like, "Man, remember how hyped we were to see like the Shield versus the Wyatt family?" And it's like well, I wasn't had- as hyped for this match for yeah. that. That's you fair, know, but um, but one match that man did not disappoint. Oh God, Elite versus Inner Circle in the first ever Stadium Stampede. Holy crap! And you know how I am with. Camera angles and edits and all that. There were a few, you know, little very, things that bugged you. Well, there were a few very obvious edits, and maybe this is just me being an AEW fanboy, but I loved this match. Like I was able to look. It's past probably all that. It, it could be because when stuff's going so good, you will probably let little you things let it slide. slide. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was definitely one of them. Like there, uh, there was an instance in the bar with uh, Paige and uh, Jake Hager where they're talking to one another and you can't hear what they're saying. Well, I thought you heard what they're saying. Like, you want a drink or... Well, they stuff. say something after that. Can't, uh, can't understand what's being said. Oh, well. So, um... I but, mean, it made up whenever he was... When, when he ever... Whenever he, like, slid him across yeah, the bar. Like, that yeah. shit was hilarious. I love that. I thought it was great. I mean, this this matchup was just... It was entertainment. Oh, my gosh. And, they were everywhere, man. And here's some of the things that I loved about it, not pertaining to the match itself. Compared to the Money in the Bank match, we had commentary, and we had crowd reaction. 
Where was the crowd at? They were at the Daily's place watching it. Watching it stream. Because it was taped like Friday night. Because you heard them. Yeah. So Daily's place, that was the smaller... That's where the ring was. Because we heard them during the stampede. Yes. What I'm saying is they had the ring in Daily's place where they've been doing Dynamite and all the matches for Stadium Stampede. So all those people who were watching it were then watching on the screen. Oh, and they just recorded there. Stampede. Yeah, so they were reacting to it. That's cool. With, they along with the in. commentary. Yeah, they piped that in. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, I love that. It made it feel like it was happening live, even though we all knew it was pre-taped. Like, yeah. I freaking loved it. Um, so, you know, what, what were your thoughts on, on the match? Some of the spots they did? What were Dude, they were everywhere. I, I loved it. I mean, you had... I loved how... Inner Circle had football jerseys on. They were unified. Uh, they came out. You had the fire and the smoke, all that stuff. Then you had the elite. You didn't. Ha- you didn't have uh, Hangman Page at first. <laughs> then he came in later. But they all played their parts. They all like. They just had fun. You could tell they had fun. Um, I'm gonna jump in in different spots because mm-hmm. I don't know when stuff happened. But like when Jericho pinned whoever and Audrey was uh, Aubrey was there, and he was like, "Oh, was that that was three? He was like, "No, no, that was two. He was like, "Well, let me see it." So they went into the te- the <laughs> tent, challenge that the tent, and they showed it again. And which that that shit was hilarious. The 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 time where um, Adam Page was supposedly drunk, and then he ran <laughs> over him with him because he's painting the field, mm-hmm. and he painted over him, and that's when they say paint over the crotch. Right all that stuff and um there's so many things you know like adam page running down sammy guevara uh mm-hmm. with the horse or kenny omega and matt hardy running down sammy guevara on the golf cart <laughs> Poor sammy guevara oh man <laughs> he just took all the bad stuff oh yeah for sure uh proud and powerful uh versus matt hardy in the pool you know uh, they had a little controversy there was a little controversy but, you know i'm letting it slide you know what i mean because well, they're not doing it. They didn't do it on purpose to disrespectful for what I mean. Disrespect right. for what happened. Right. What I like. I said had Excalibur not used the word drowning, mm-hmm. like oh they're drowning. Had they gone with something else, I don't think there would have been nearly as much controversy. It would have just been like oh they're holding him into water and uh, oh my god and, you know version one has reappeared. Dude, I, I'm loving the the edits of like him changing characters mm-hmm. and stuff like that because they're letting him do all of the different characters yeah, and stuff like that. Because you would get oversaturated with broken Matt Hardy. So they're letting him use whatever version he mm-hmm. needs at that point in time. So I really enjoyed that. I love the puns. Where it's like, yo, you're going to ring your bell. and yeah, I love the when they're doing like the Matt, Matt effect or Matt Mattitude facts yeah. or whatever. And, the, and like... They're Santana Ortiz it. are like reading it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that shit's awesome for me. I mean, it, it's fictional for yeah. sure, but all that goofy shit and like that, that gets me. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because with WWE, they're doing a little bit mm-hmm. like that, but not as much. Mm-hmm. They're kind of shy away from that. AEW is embracing the goofiness and the craziness. No, I, I love it. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, there were, God, there were so many magic. There were so many moments just featuring Sammy Guevara. And yeah, uh, and, you know, being chased down twice, uh, the sprinklers going off. Oh, rece- that was good too. Receiving, yeah. receiving the uh, suplexes all the way across the field, and then getting his head spiked into the ground. Oh yeah, for like, sure. And, uh, and then of course the final spot with Kenny Omega, the one winged angel. Like, good lord, that was a good fall too. 
Oh yeah. Uh, what else do you have? The bar scene, like I said, with Jake Hager mm-hmm. and Adam Page. Uh, there's also the one where they're drinking. Uh, what was it Adam Page and yeah, Kenny King Omega. Omega milk and whiskey or mm-hmm. whatever? Uh, what else do you have? Oh, you said that uh, Matt Jackson had broken ribs, but he yeah. wasn't acting like it. So I wonder if he really does. He does. No, he does. His wife confirmed it. It was like, it's, you know, as entertaining as his match is, I'm more concerned with Matt's broken ribs. God damn. So he must have had a uh, an Advil or two before going into that match because, man, he took he did some spots that even Off without. Off the football goal. Yeah, even without broken ribs, I wouldn't do that. No, for sure. Um I'm trying to think of some other spots. Running all the way up the stands to get a good running start for Nick Jackson to do the big splash onto Jericho through the table. Like this, this was just a very entertaining matchup, and it was shot well. The commentators were having fun. Oh god, yeah, the crowd was having fun. I was having fun. My wife, who's not the biggest wrestling fan, she loved the hell out of this match. She was like, "That was really entertaining." Yeah. So. uh you know, if you get if you can get a non wrestling fan to come out and say that was that was entertaining, then job well done by those guys. And forget what Jim Cornette says because he was so pissed off about this, and it makes that me so that happy. character he's doing. Let's just face it; he's going to keep reviewing AEW. Yeah, because he knows that people are going to tune in to listen to him crap all over it. But it makes me so happy if it's legit. Like he is legitimately mad because it's like, dude, screw you. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to sit here and enjoy it because yep. it was good. Um, so the elite end up getting the victory. Uh, we did get to see the introduction of, uh, what was it? Neo one. Oh yeah. The new, uh, the new drone. Yep. So, um, you know, the story okay. continues. Yep. Uh, after that, We'll go ahead and talk about uh, AEW Dynamite because, you know, Dynamite. Had, had one, might as well go into the other. Yeah, for sure. Got to see the Young Bucks going, teaming up with Matt Hardy to go up against Private Party and Joey Janela. Yeah, before that, so they had a promo. They're all talking. Well, okay, so what? Kenny Omega and Adam Page, they leave or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then the Young Bucks are talking to Matt Hardy. It's like, hey, can we have a different version of you? <laughs> what was the version, the middle version of um, him? Was it V one? Probably no. They were like, no, we we need something. Or no, it was like Team Extreme, Matt Hardy, and he was like, no, we need to go like further back. I don't, I don't, I don't know. He walked out again. He was like, I'm I'm ready to be a spot monkey. Yeah. uh, (laughs) So they went up, and then what's also neat because we talked about. He also had a different theme. Yeah, a different entrance theme. Which they're going to let him roll with all of his past incarnations. There's some incarnations that we will not get, yeah. like Woken, because you can't get Woken. No. I mean, that's just a variation of Broken. And then also, you don't want to get Sour Grapes, Matt Hardy, because that was a bad time. <laughs> the, the Grapes, Matt Hardy, that was a bad time in his life, We don't, which we don't want. You don't uh, want Fat Hardy. or Well, that was, was a gimmick. That was just people calling him Fat Hardy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no. So... I don't know. So they, he teamed up with the Young Bucks to go up against Private Party and Joey Janela. And uh, uh, during the match, one of the members of Private Party suffered a what looked to be a nasty knee injury. Like during the match, like his tag team partner came on, was like, "Dude, are you okay?" And he kind of like pulled him in. Was like, "No, nah, man, I'm pretty jacked up right now." And like, God, they uh, haven't been on the main uh, show in a while, and this yeah. happens. Which accidents happen? All this stuff yeah. happens in wrestling, and 
Matt Hardy helped him to the back, which was yeah, really cool. That was that was a really, you know, honorable moment for me. Yeah, for uh, for Matt Hardy because like, you know, he didn't have to do that. And he could have stayed in character, but as soon as the match was over, he rolled out and was like, "Dude, are you okay?" And he helped him get to the back. Which after that, some crazy stuff started happening. Well, Butcher, first Butcher in the blade. Well, they hopped into the ring. Well, no, no, no. They were in the audience at first, right? And then they started attacking him. I was like, oh, okay, now they're being bad. Now they're yeah. villains. Okay. About? They've been bad this whole time. I wonder if they're going to tweak their characters now. Like, they're not going to come out in that attire. They're going to be like hipsters now. Well, or if you noticed, Allie didn't come out dressed as the bunny while she was flirting with QT Marshall. Yeah. So, so I, I wonder mean, if that's, that's done or not. <laughs> which, this is like the second time they've or maybe the third time, if they don't like something, they drop it like that. Which I'm okay with. With Yeah, because you don't want to keep pushing into the ground. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're tweaking their characters. Uh, so, okay, so then they fight into uh, into the ring. Yeah. Finally. After the matchup, Butcher and Blade got into the uh, ring, started beating down Young Bucks. And, man, we were watching this together. And we both gasped at the when same time. We saw time. that truck, man. I was like, "It's them, man! Yeah. It's them!" And we were we both didn't like, know who, <gasps> the na- what the name was. FTR, yeah. FTR. Yeah. So I was like, "The Revo-, I mean, in my head, the revival here, you know, because they're not the revolt. Right. But uh, they come in, and even the people in the audience were like, uh, "I forgot they were chanting." This is they were awesome. chanting, "Holy shit, holy shit!" <laughs> yeah. Which is awesome because. And I told you, I was like, I really wish there was a crowd here for it. Mm-hmm. Like, not just the wrestlers and not just family. 13,000 oh, wrestling fans. Yes, because you would have got that pop and that feeling, and it yeah. would have been so amazing. Because I could be wrong. Um, this was a bigger pop in, for me than Brody Lee coming in. Yes. For me. Yeah. Uh, Matt Hardy was still cool, but this was a bigger pop Yeah, for me. Um Looked like they were about to attack the Young Bucks because, you know, Butcher and Blade backed off. They're like, because yeah, we got fuck the Revival. Yeah, <laughs> fuck the Revival. And then they they turned around and started beating up on the Butcher, Butcher and Blade. Blade. Yep. And then they did their own moves to him, and then so did the Young Bucks. And they did have a stare down. Stare down. So. You want to see that uh, match? Order the pay-per-view, folks. Their shirt says, fuck the rest. Yeah. Um, so what you say, what you said, and then what the articles are saying, they're going to like tweak the name during yeah, which F- whatever FTR can mean anything can mean anything yeah. that you put in there. I mean, it could say fear the revolt could say fear the revolt, free the revival, fuck the rest, fuck the rest. Yeah. However you want to, can they say you know. fuck the revival? I don't know if they'll get away with that one, but <laughs> that's, it's something that it could mean. Dude, in my head, I'm like, they need to play on this. On uh, being the elite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, some something stupid like Cody and just walk up and go, fuck the... And then they're right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be a pay-per-view thing for sure. Yeah. Um, kind of off topic, um, I know that Gallows and Anderson, once their 90-day no-compete stuff is over, they're they're teasing on Twitter that they're going to be shooting pretty hard. Um, like they're going to have their own podcast and they're going to be talking about their experiences yes. in WWE. Like one, like, um, they seem like guys that don't, don't want to fucking, I mean, don't want to hold back Yeah, for what, you know, they got stuff to say. Like Carl Anderson put out a tweet and it was like, it was, uh, on July 16th, we'll talk about it all. Hashtag Saudi Arabia. 
yes, 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 yes. <laughs> because they, they, oh, they're not part of the company. They can fucking talk about that mm-hmm. shit. Get that shit out there. Look, I'm telling you what. Uh, Gallows, I believe this is going to be the last fucking time you see him in WWE. Oh, yeah. Because he's tired of all the, the, the fuckery mm-hmm. that's happened to him. And this is, this is Carl's first time in WWE, but he's probably at the same mindset as yeah. Gallows. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was probably like, oh, I see what you've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I can't wait for that. Ooh, that's going to be good. It's like, no, we're not going to go on Jericho's. Yeah. We're going to have our own. So I think it was July 16th. It may be sooner, but somewhere around there. You have to wait until they're you gotta wait until your ninety days. Ooh, up. can't wait! So that you know, fun. that should be. A there's fun a lot lesson. of people who won't talk, won't say anything, because I guess they're hoping to go back to WWE at one point. Like, because Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins said on um, in their sorry. podcast, yeah, well, because they had Jericho, and they talked about um, figures, and they came out and said they will not bash WWE. That's cool, which I understand. And yeah. I think he said the same thing on on Chris Van Vliet, whatever. And then FTR on Jericho's podcast didn't really give me juicy details. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. um, they they told basically how they felt and the little runarounds they did, but there wasn't no juicy. Like I I could see Gallows and Andrew just and just laying everything fucking mm-hmm. out because you know what? I feel like they are done done with WWE. Like fuck them. We already made money. Yep. We don't want to go around you anymore. Like, what? This is... Is this Gallo's second or third time? This is his third time. his third. I think it's his third time. Dude, bro, if I was you, cut ties for good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, be on the lookout for that. And, you know, since you mentioned uh, Ryder and Hawkins and their action figures, what do you think about the uh, AEW action figures that they announced? They're going to be com- coming out pretty soon. Uh, sorry. Um, they all look good. I yeah. think uh the one that looks the best is Cody's. Definitely, like his head sculpt is amazing. Yeah. Um, I want to get him. Uh, get them all. Oh, for sure. Um, I mean the ones I really want most are out of the newer set. Uh, is the Young Bucks for sure? Because I don't have no merch, like no toys from Young Bucks or Kenny Omega. Yeah, that's the same with like the Lucha Bros. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, Jericho's looks all right. <laughs> eh. No, no offense yeah, to him. It's okay. Uh, the only reason I want Cody's is because it looks so good. Yeah. Um, but we're waiting on other ones. I don't think they showed them now, but like the Toy Fair when they did it, I think they showed MJF a while back, but then on this one they didn't. Oh, they showed John Moxley. Yeah. Moxley's looks all right. I yeah, I don't really no. I don't really dig Moxley. No. I think what it is for me is uh the fact that the action figure like has a separate piece for the chest. Well, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it just seems odd to me. It is. I mean, I have different types of toys with weird looks and stuff and mm-hmm. It don't like bother me as much. Yeah. Um. But whatever. I mean, I'm waiting for. It is. What it is. I'm waiting for. Uh, best friends, man, and Orange Cassidy. I'm waiting for that shit. <laughs> like I already told you, when I get, when Orange Cassidy comes out, I'm getting two: one to take out of the package and one to put in the. I mean, one to stay in the package. <laughs> um. Who else? There's other people I think I'm looking forward to, but I I, I can't think right now. I know one. Apple P. Apple Pete. No, that's gonna be last on the list. Aww. Um, 
No, not for me. I'm just saying if he's going to get a figure, it's going to be later on down the line. Um, <laughs> shit, I, I can't think of anyone else right now. Dr. Britt Baker, complete with extra teeth. And uh, Adam Coldall. And a, and a shirt that says, did you know I'm a dentist? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we got to see on Dynamite, Brian Cage defeat Lee Johnson. Typical squash match. Nothing too special about it. Got to see the Britt Baker promo where she's talking about the conspiracy against Aubrey Edwards, which I loved. Uh, we got to see Hikaru Shida in action against uh, Christy Janes. Uh, Hikaru ends up getting the victory. We saw an open challenge for the TNT Championship issued by Cody saying, hey, we're going to have a uh, battle royal this week, and the winner of that will face me next week. Then after that, if I win, it's open challenge to anyone who wants. So uh, kind of taking the route of John Cena and the U.S. Open Challenge, which I really enjoyed. And uh, I'll be curious to see how long he uh, he does that. He says he's going to do it every single week. And uh, he talked to us, man. He talked to us. He was like, if you're watching this, you right there i'm talking to you and we're like him me him him me scott pilgrim i'm talking to you (laughs) talking to you scott pilgrim he does (laughs) he knows me so um let's see uh after that we got the we got sort of an upset i think uh scu going up against jimmy havoc and kip sabian uh jimmy havoc and kip getting the victory well, I mean, uh, it's kind of upset, but it's good for them though because yeah. they're trying to promote them. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I guess that's great that they're promoting them and not the Hybrid Two, but whatever. SCU. Where the f- is Hybrid Two? Maybe on Dark. Have you been yeah. watching Dark? No. Well, well, there you go. Actually, I take that back. Uh, they're not on Dark because I think Angelico is stuck in Mexico, so they only have Jack Evans. Maybe put him in single shit. <laughs> He's a tag team competitor, sir. Whatever. Um, Then we got to see the Battle Royal. A lot of competitors in that one. A lot of action to talk about. I like the fact that we had the the final four being Orange Cassidy, Jungle Boy, (laughs) MJF, and uh, Wardlow. Well, before all of that. All of that. uh, They had a backstage segment where they were talking to someone. I don't know who. Alex Marvez. And then uh, they. um, Inner Circle. Orange yeah. Cassidy walks oh, through. Yeah. <laughs> Did he seriously just do that? And it looked like Jericho was like, pretty much, I'm, I'm going to get him. Yeah. That's why I thought he was going to like jump. Him I thought we were going to see a tease. That's I thought we were going to get to see Chris Jericho or his Orange Cassidy. I think that's going to eventually happen for yeah. sure. Maybe next week on Dynamite. You see what happens, Tyson? Oh, God. So, um, so Jungle Boy ends up winning the Battle Royal. And uh, he will be facing Cody next week for the TNT Championship. But speaking of the inner circle, we did get to see a pep rally complete with Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, she was an, also an audience for the pay-per-view, too. She was. I enjoyed the fact that Sammy Guevara handed out trophies. Okay. Oh, and uh, they were like, dude, this mine says, like, best dad joke. And Sammy Guevara. We're in a pandemic. He was like, yeah, we're in the middle of a pandemic. You can't find trophies anywhere. Like, <laughs> I, I freaking love that. Because not only do they did they actually address the pandemic, but they turn it into a bit. Yeah, you know, it's that's like, some weird stuff they're giving away. Like one, uh, was it Ortiz or Santana? It was like uh, Vicks Babo like, Rub. Yeah, I got you a cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what was the best in? Yeah. in uh, what was it, Brooklyn? Yeah, all the, out of all the gifts, my favorite was Jake Hager's. Oh, <laughs> all you, the you stuff. didn't like the uh, the the what was it? The one that Sammy Guevara got the mobile. 
The what? The Hit Me Up Mobile. I forgot. Well, well, because you know he same was coming out in crutches, and Jericho. Was oh like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. You no, I got you. That, I got you. I got yeah. you. Your very own Hit Me Up Mobile. I thought Jake Hager's was the funniest. Yeah, the because when he was talk- yeah, I'm just gonna murder everybody. <laughs> like, wait, what? So, uh, you know, Inner Circle is having their little pep rally, and uh, Sammy Guevara said, "Well, I also got some cheese and crackers." <laughs> and uh, like, what happened to the cheese and crackers? It's like, wow, there, there was a lot more on there. But uh, Mike Tyson yeah. came out after Jericho said he wants his head on a silver platter. Um, brought out a bunch of MMA folks as well. So, uh, oh yeah, one of the guys looked goofy as fuck. <laughs> he did, but um, there were a lot of other very famous uh, MMA stars. But uh, they sort of recreated the Tyson and Austin pull apart. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I like the fact that they had all the wrestlers go out there and try and break it up. Uh, Cody was out there, kind of like, I can't believe this is happening. Break this shit up, you know. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see where this leads. Are we going to be seeing Chris Jericho versus Mike Tyson at at Fighter <laughs> Fest? They look like uh, that's where it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, that's where it happened. That's where it's leading up to. That's where it goes down, sir. It's all going down. So uh, so that pretty much did it for um, for Dynamite. Um, moving over to Raw. Man, like I said, it is getting so hard to... It's getting very challenging to keep up with, with Raw and stay interested. Because three hours... Three hours on a good episode of Raw is hard enough to, to watch, but when you're just not invested in it, like I just don't care. And I'm at that point where I just don't care. Um, you know, they had the crowd there, but like like we've already discussed, it felt so fake and forced. And they had the uh, plexiglass, which I thought was more of a distraction than anything oh, yeah, else. For sure. Uh, we kicked things off with the Kevin Owens show with Oscar, Charlotte, and Natalia. I don't even remember what they were talking about, to be I honest. I don't know. It was like, hey, don't hit her. And he backed away. You know? And Natalia was like, oh, I'm sorry. I lost my temper. I'm like, dude, it's wrestling. That's what you're supposed to do. Um, one good thing that came out of this, though, was uh, Andrade versus Apollo Crews. Uh, Apollo ended up getting the victory. I was victory. happy, but also at the same time, realizing certain st- things, I was certain mad, things. too. Certain things. Okay, because, okay, so he won. He won the title. He did. Uh, But... His very it, first title, and WWE. he's been there for how many years? Like five years. No, I thought it was more than that. I it thought might, it was like six, 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 seven. It might be like that. And I was like, "Fuck!" It took that long for him to put the title on that man. Mm-hmm. Like, shame on y'all. Yep. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not. The, I mean, he's not the best. I mean, for I mean, for me, like, I mean, he's really good. He's really talented. Yeah. But I mean, I don't like he's like very him. Athletic. Like, yes, I don't think. And he's, but we've talked for a long time that he was like missing the charisma. Yeah. But are you telling me that I, I don't know the reason why they put it on him? Maybe they're lack on certain talent, so they decided to use him to promote him, or someone from behind is really trying to push him, and that's good. But it took him that long to do that, and it pisses me off. Yeah. So, but I mean, at least he won, so that's a good thing. We got to see uh, Seth Rollins promo with Murphy and Austin Theory. We got to see the Iconics cut a promo on Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Nikki fired back really well, but then it led to a beatdown with Iconics standing tall. I got to see the VIP lounge with Drew McIntyre where Drew Claymore kicked MVP. And backstage at some point, Lana brought ice to MVP. Like, I'm I'm done. That's weird stuff, man. It's so stupid. It's so poorly acted, and I'm done. Um, And here's another segment that I thought was stupid. 
Natalia is brought backstage to talk about what went down. I didn't understand that. She takes a phone call and is like, oh, no, well, you know, I got a match later tonight because I have a match. Well, I've got to go because I've got a match later. And then they come back and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, we're out of time. Like, it's a three-hour show. I'm pretty sure you can find a few extra seconds. Anyways, um, you could have not showed Street Profits and uh, Viking Raiders playing golf. Oh, my God. I'm tired of that shit. Yeah. Um, Angel Garza defeated Kevin Owens after a cheap shot before the match. Um, like I said, Street Profits defeat Viking Raiders in a golf competition. So next week, we get look to look forward to bowling. Because, because reasons. Uh, yep. Uh, Murphy, you got to keep on doing that until the pay-per-view, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Murphy and Austin yep. Theory defeated Aleister Black and Humberto Carrillo. And I'll be honest, I kind of like tuned out at this point. And I look back up, and all of a sudden, they're holding Humberto's eye next to the steel steps. And Rollins is like, don't you come near Aleister Black. You put that chair down, or we're going to end this man's eye. Um, Whatever. Edge cut a promo. Nia Jax defeated Natalia and <laughs> Charlotte. Yeah, I didn't care about the Edge stuff. It's like it's pushing me away. I'm like, I there, like Edge in its own right. I mean, it's, it's Edge his. is cutting really good promos, but I am done with the feud because they are hammering down the Edge versus Orton is going to be the greatest wrestling match Look, ever. I'm like, ready. dude, shut the fuck <laughs> up. It is not going to be the greatest wrestling match ever. It's not going to be the greatest WWE match ever. No. It's not going to be no. the greatest Look, Edge versus Orton. And I know he oh, had, you know, he claims. So bad. In interviews that he's had great chemistry with them. They had great RKO, all that stuff, blah, 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 blah. I'm ready for fresh new matchups. Yeah. Like, I want to see him versus AJ Styles. I want to see him versus Daniel Bryan. It's not even going to be the greatest Edge match. It's not even going to be the greatest Orton match. Like, no. It's, 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 it's stupid. Like, why are they doing this? Because it's like, well, I don't fucking know. <laughs> they don't know either. Um Nia Jax defeated Natalia and Charlotte to earn a title match against Asuka. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry to say this too. I'm I'm tired of tired of Nia Jax. Nia, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rob Gronkowski cut I'm a tired promo. of that shit. That was horrible. He should. I mean, well, I mean, if you're getting to speak and he's reading off the thing, don't yeah. take your glasses off. Yeah. Because when he took his glasses off, he was reading off it. He wasn't looking into the camera. Yeah. I'm like, you like should have done it that. Doesn't feel organic. It feels so forced. And yeah. Um, and then he was doing our truth stuff. It was like the I seventy five yeah. South, uh, so whatever. Stupid, dude! You're about to lose your title because you're gonna go back to NFL. We know, yeah. Whatever. Then they come out and were like, "Oh, we just got breaking news: Rey Mysterio is gonna retire next week." Bullshit! Come on, like really? You expect us to actually believe this? No, I don't. He's just gonna like, get beat down or whatever. Didn't he like just sign a new contract? Yeah, or he did. Like Jesus, whatever. Well, no, you're supposed to forget that. That was a whole week ago. Street Profits defeat Lashley and MVP via disqualification. Yeah, how was that? Because I missed that. Wouldn't know. I didn't care. Oh, because I saw the promos like, hey, they they came and like, you know, why don't you like fight us? I was like, okay, that could be kind of interesting. Yeah. But I didn't know how it turned out. Yeah. There was a pull apart brawl between McIntyre and Lashley. Oh, because McIntyre and that distracted them and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, but yeah. like God, it is it is getting harder and harder to sit through Raw for three hours and not want to do something else. Like I, they are not holding my interest. Yep, 
It has nothing to do with McIntyre being champion. It has nothing to do with the fact that Brock Lesnar's not on TV. It has the fact that they're just not putting out anything that I'm finding compelling. Yep. And it's just, it's being done in a way that I just, I'm not interested in. So, um, but going over to NXT and see, and that's the thing, like I'm enjoying AEW, but then I switch over to NXT and it's just like, mm. you're, and you're the matches, just, the matches are you're good. You're just mad because of Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. But that's, the matches, I mean like the matches are good, but I just, I don't know. I'm just enjoying AEW I know how you so feel when it comes to being burned out in that type of way. Mm-hmm. But when I was burned out, I was burned on everything. Yeah. Even like wrestling I kind of liked. I was like, eh. Like if we weren't doing the podcast, I probably wouldn't even watch Raw, to be honest. Like I watch SmackDown like on Saturdays when my wife is still asleep, you know? So it's kind of like, oh, I'll just fast forward and see what all happened and like I don't watch it live. I don't make a plan to sit down and watch it. Like I have a plan to sit down and watch Raw, but like I'm at the point where I'm like I almost don't even want to watch it. It's unwatchable. Yep. But I don't know, man. Like I don't know. <laughs> gotcha. NXT man, uh, triple threat match: Kushida, Jake Atlas, and Drake Maverick for the to, the winner to reach the finals of the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Drake Maverick, someone who's been let go from the company, won this match and now advances to the finals. It feels like um, there there's something up with this. Yeah. It's like would would they really give him the title as he's on his way out the door? Like that where would that make sense? It's like, hey, I know we just had this entire tournament or he loses then this last match and he's out the door. But see, like I feel like if if they're trying to push the Phantasmo guy, you can't have him beat Drake Maverick because Drake Maverick is the lovable underdog right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's it's like... At this whole tournament, that's, for me at least, that's the one thing I care about is this this man yeah. here, Drake Maverick. Yeah. So it's like they're writing themselves into a hole and... So if Drake Maverick wins, he's going to vacate the title days later, Right? Mm, and yeah. if the other guy wins, then people are going to just tune out. Oh, he won, so we offer him a contract. Right. It's like, you're coming back. Oh, okay. It's weird. Uh, Johnny Gargano defeats Adrian Alanis. I think that was it. Raquel Gonzalez defeats Shotzi Blackheart. Again, don't care. Charlotte, don't care. Teams up with... Chelsea Green to defeat. Rhea I really Ripley don't care that Shirai. Charlotte is on. I mean, she's a workhorse. I'm, that's another thing. I'm burnt out on Charlotte. She she's can a, go away. I, I mean, I get it. I mean, also, I mean, anyone she, can be a workhorse if you put them on all three programs. Yeah, that's that's you know that's bullshit for them to be like. She's the hardest working. It, it wrestler. gets on my nerves a little bit, but I don't like dislike it understand yeah. what they're doing well i guarantee if they decided to go with kevin owens in that spot we're gonna put you on raw nxt and smackdown you're just gonna wrestle all three brands they'd be like he's the hardest working guy well no shit he's, yeah because you're gonna, putting them on making you are putting them on yeah it's not like she's proving anything to it like I'm, I'm, i've never been the biggest charlotte fan though yeah I mean, I, I I know she's good, but I never like thought she was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like they're putting her on such a high platform that on a pedestal almost. 
but I, it's just ugh, it's oversaturation of Charlotte Flair for me. Uh, William Regal announces that Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream will occur at In Your House. If Dream loses, he can no longer challenge for the title. Dude, as long I as feel Adam like Cole, holds Cole the title. is dropping the title now. Think so? Who knows? They can make him the longest reigning champion. He already is. I mean, he is, but if they can extend it more. But I, part of me feels like they're going to drop it. Yeah. Who knows? Tommaso Ciampa defeats Leon Ruff. What? Ruff. Oh. And then uh, pretty good match. Timothy Thatcher defeats Matt Riddle in the fight pit match. With Hurt Angle. Yeah, with Kurt Angle being special referee. When I first saw that, I was like, what the fuck? They released him and they brought him back? Yeah. And Timothy Thatcher fought with two missing teeth. That was one of the spots they did where he lost two teeth in the middle of the match. He's been having teeth missing. Well, he lost two more in this match. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> he lost two more? Yeah. Like, that man keeps on losing teeth. Like, he took a... I don't know. I'm guessing it was a blood capsule or whatever because, like, blood was coming out of his mouth. And then Kurt Angle, like, picks up the tooth and is like, oh. Well, it was a fake tooth that was already put in and it's going to pop out no matter Probably what. Probably was. But Timothy Thatcher wins. Matt Riddle... Uh, this goes into uh, part of our hot topics. He's expecting to be called up to the main roster to join SmackDown, bro. Uh, you I know plans are subject so to change, but he could have a feud with this first feud with Baron Corbin. Bro. Yuck. Yeah. Um, so going into hot topics, uh, I know we talked about it last week with Drew Gulak no longer being with WWE. Yeah, I mean, you out, told me about this, and I was like, what? <laughs> turns out it was just for one week because uh, his contract did expire. He wanted they, a vacation. They, I don't know. He might have. Well, he's working one day a week. Mm-hmm. How much more of a vacation do you need? Um, so he has uh, re-signed with WWE and will be returning to SmackDown. Hopefully they continue the path with As Daniel Bryan. Never left. <laughs> yeah, you continue the path with Daniel Bryan, get that push and all mm-hmm. that stuff, and that'd be great. Yep. So they taped, Sma- or I'm sorry, they taped Raw uh, Tuesday night. Um, as well as SmackDown, 205 Live, NXT for next week, for this coming week. Um, during that Raw, uh, Kyrie Sane went up against Nia Jax. Oh boy, here we go again. <laughs> um, Kyrie Sane needed medical attention during the match. She was thrown into the steps, the steel steps, and uh, according to reports, suffered a nasty cut on her head. They had to pretty much stop the fight, patch her up, and then say, "Okay, y'all ready to hit the record button?" Yuck. So, uh, not good. I know a lot of fans um, sent Nia Jax backlash for that. And, I mean, at this point, it's like, can she do right? Like, everything she does, like, the fans are going to hate. Like, yeah. she can she can do no right in this situation, you know. And there are a lot of people who are saying, you know, she needs to go back and essentially learn how to wrestle because she comes out and she hurts people. It's unsafe. Yeah. But, you know, accidents happen, whatever. But, anyways... In uh, other hot topic news, Bray Wyatt and uh, JoJo have welcomed baby number two. So oh, nice! Congratulations to them. Did he have any kids with his past wife? I think so. I think okay. he may have had one. Gotcha. Maybe. Um, one thing that I'm kind of looking forward to in the near future: Vice's Dark Side of the Ring has been renewed for season three. What the hell can they talk about? 
There's a lot more stories we don't know of, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you could easily do, you know, Ultimate Warrior. Um, there's there, there's more stories out there that I'm sure they could do. Yeah. Um, in possible good news, WWE is reportedly building their schedule starting for uh, maybe late July, mid to late July, to return to live events. So I'm good for them. I mean, it's it's a step in the direction of we're slowly coming back to the way things were before this whole pandemic broke yeah. out. Um, and, you know, we'll see what happens in the near future. Yeah. Final bit of Hot Topic news. Vince McMahon has reportedly said he does not plan on buying back the XFL. Hmm. So they're uh, apparently, uh, I think they said nine people or nine potential buyers but he is not going to be one of them so there you go like, i, I kind of feel sorry for him but i don't yeah at the same time you know especially the second this second go around i got killed by the pandemic mm-hmm. i mean because they were they it was such so a good. downer yeah <laughs> like, dang it i was enjoying it yep. i was actually enjoying it this time and well what can you do shit happens look this year sucked <laughs> for sure man yeah but uh, anyways, that's going to do it for us this week. So make sure to check us out on WrestlingNewsForce.com, WrestlingNewsForce.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts. All you have to do is search Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore Abear, And on Instagram, Abear underscore Mode. So there you go. So remember, above all, be kind to one another, care for one another, love one another. Yep. Um, For the podcast crew, I am Dan O'Hare. I'm Tyler Abear. And we will catch you all next week.